Welcome to the Rated Rachel podcast, where we build the bridge between fantasy and reality. I am your host, Rachel. Hi guys, how you're doing? It's really good to have you guys back on here to listen to the Rated Rachel podcast. And so I'd like to say welcome. Thank you guys so much for listening to our pilot episode. And it actually got a number of plays and I got a number of feedback from you guys. So thank you so much for sharing your thoughts about the episode. I really, really appreciate you guys. We're just going to delve into what we want to talk about today. And being that it's Christmas holiday season, I wanted to focus my attention more on a discussion regarding Christmas. And I wanted us to focus our attention on the whole hula baloo regarding Christmas, the celebration of Christmas, what it is to us, and basically the movies that I've watched concerning Christmas and how these movies have sort of like tried to send a message about Christmas, which is supposedly the most wonderful time of the year and you know being that 2020 has been that year where everybody is just like over and done with we just want to like go ahead and move on to the next phase of our lives christmas has been that holiday where everybody is literally looking forward to visiting the shops going to wrap presents decorate the christmas tree i mean I found out that I have involved myself in more Christmas traditions than I've done in the past, I think, five to ten years of my life. And this is not even a joke. Like, I've literally done Christmas shopping. I've literally decorated a tree. I have worn pyjamas. I'm actually in Christmas pyjamas. I've worn the Christmas cap. And, you know, it's just that whole excitement around Christmas. You're just excited. Like, okay, we need to celebrate. We need to be excited about it. And I'm literally excited about it as well. Having to spend it with family. I know that COVID, COVID has caused a lot of like, you know, there's a whole lot of distance between families. Like I haven't seen my immediate family like for over a year and it would have been lovely to go, you know, travel all the way back to Nigeria to go visit them. But that's not the case because of COVID. So, you know, we are all in this sort of bubble where we are trying to like keep ourselves safe and keep ourselves healthy just because of the covid circumstances that you know the covid situation around the world but nevertheless we are going to prevail and i do hope that 2021 brings new hope and new possibilities and new changes to the whole situation so speaking about christmas movies i think christmas movies are always those kind of movies that they always have a happy ever after and i think one of the surrounding themes about christmas movies is that they talk about giving they talk about love they talk about gifts they talk about celebration it's always this happy go lucky kind of vibe that you get from christmas movies and to be honest i love watching christmas movies i think one of my like favorite favorite christmas movies of all time is home alone i think home alone is like the favorite because we watch it so much so much as a kid and it's such a surprise that i haven't even watched it this year but i do intend to watch it because i was trying to like catch up with the new the new christmas movies that you know are coming out coming out recently so i think the first christmas movie i watched this year was the princess switch now last year i watched the princess switch the first First part of it which is acted by Vanessa Hudgens and then the princess the princess switch again is kind of like you know the the second part of it and this just 
they just introduced us to a third character who almost looks like Vanessa Hodgkins, which is also acted by Vanessa Hodgkins. So it was really like exciting. I love the vibe, even though a lot of people did complain about Vanessa Hodgkins accent in the movie. But, you know, it's Vanessa. I mean, since her high school musical days, we've always loved her. So I just gave her like a pass. And so if you haven't watched The Princess Switch, you should watch it. I think there's this thing that Americans usually do. And I always find it fascinating. I, I think it's always this hallmark. If, you, if you've watched the hallmark kind of movies from back in the day, where it's always romance and there's always a prince and there's always a princess and it's always lovey-dovey stuff where the, the city girl falls in love with the, the prince from a foreign country with a British accent because yes, royalty just has to be British. So it's always this kind of like vibe that you get from all those kind of movies. And it was pretty exciting. I do hope that, you know, they allow Vanessa Hodgkins explore more, um, more roles in depthly, like more roles in terms of more serious roles. I won't say, I think every role that an actor or actress plays is serious. But I think for Vanessa Hodgkins, we're always seeing her in this giddy, exciting, uh, lovely fun movie and i don't want them to restrict her to that kind of vibe alone i want her to like explore more if she can move into action movie it won't be bad but i think she's got she's got such a cute face but who's to say that you know she wouldn't do well in acting out kind of like romantic movie so if you haven't watched like the princess switch you, you can go ahead and watch it like um it's not a bad movie but it's it's not a good movie like that it's not like a great movie but i think it's a nice christmas movie that you can you know just get by and smile and you and you can you can literally like just nod your head and like oh this is this is a cool movie like i love it so yeah so that's one movie that i watched and then i think the next one that i watched was the um holidays now holidays is basically uh it tells the story of a girl who who has to like bring a date home every holiday time and she 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 met she meets this guy right she meets this guy and he says they kind of like strike a deal where they have to like go home they have to go to the girl's family house or every holiday season and he gets introduced as her date i didn't really like fancy the movie to be honest I think it's just a movie to kind of like pass the time. So I'm not really going to talk much about it. And then I think the next Christmas movie that I watched that I enjoyed was Operation Christmas Drop. Now, Operation Christmas Drop, what even inspired me to watch the movie is the fact that Kate, Kate Graham was in the movie. And if you're familiar with the Vampire Diaries franchise, Kate Graham is also known as Bonnie, Bonnie Bennett in um, Vampire Diaries. And she was particularly amazing. Like, I love that girl. Like, she's so so beautiful like she's just a beautiful soul i just love her and she was actually one of my inspirations to watch operation christmas job and i think the fact why i even enjoyed operation christmas job is the fact that it's actually a true story and it's basically members of the united states army um, visiting like islands uh, pacific islands i think they visit pacific islands to like drop reliefs for christmas and so it's basically organized by some of the the soldiers at the base all around the world and so it was it was kind of like a cute you know 
love interest, sweet movie. I did want them to have like more. I think I, I wanted the lead, that is Kate and the soldier guy to have like more chemi- uh, more chemistry, more like romantic scenes. But I mean, I, I think it was fine. Like it's a Christmas movie. And I think if you want, if, I think sometimes or most of the time for Christmas movie movies, you have to make it like family, children friendly so yeah i think we you could literally like watch it and enjoy it so it's it's a cool movie so for operation christmas job i think i'll just give it like a 4.5 rating over five so you can go ahead and like watch operation christmas job and so so yeah so let's move into like what i really really want to talk about so there are two major major christmas movies that i I really really loved the first one is a south african movie which is how to ruin a christmas how to ruin christmas right the wedding (laughs) and it's actually so this is not actually a movie it's a seasonal is a seasonal series where it has about three episodes so i'll say like it's just like you just need to invest about like three to four hours and you can watch it in one sitting if you do have it and i think this is the holiday so you should definitely have four hours to spare to watch it so i think i have this new affinity for south african movies i don't know like these days i'm just trying to get into the south i think ever since i watched blood and water blood and water is also a south african series ever since i watched it i've been much more interested to see the kind of content like south african south african film industry is putting out there and i must say that they are quite impressive they've got amazing actors they've got amazing production quality i think for how to ruin a christmas wedding so the premise of the movie was basically we have the main lead to me who is basically traveling for her sister's wedding she's traveling for her sister's wedding beauty and a lot of crazy things happen okay if you've watched the movie so this this part of the podcast is going to be us talking about the movie but if you have it so spoilers ahead so i just want to let you know that spoilers are coming up ahead so sumi is traveling home to go visit her friend beauty um her sister's her sister beauty is getting married on christmas day so she's getting married to a guy who is the son of a wealthy minister and of course they have they have money right and it got me thinking the first thing that actually came to my mind was oh my god they're having a wedding on christmas day such a way to cut down on costs and i i started to think about you know nigeria and how that most there a lot of people who say oh no why would you want to have a wedding on christmas day there are two different celebrations and i've heard of people who also say well having a wedding on christmas day is like it's like the best thing ever at least you have somewhere to go right apart from you know going for church services you have somewhere to go there will definitely be food to eat you cut down on costs people wouldn't have to travel twice twice to to come for your wedding because usually when you fix your wedding during the course of the year like let's say from february down to november you always have people who will tell you that it's quite impossible for them to come to your wedding either because of work either because you know most of the time because of work or probably because you're in a different part of the country or you're even in a different nation entirely or a different country so you always have these logistics that you have to put into place in order to you know make that decision to be at someone's wedding so i think 
fixing um fixing a wedding on christmas day is not entirely a bad idea but i wouldn't it also did now depends on the kind of family that you come from as well and i think when when you look at it from that angle you say mm, i think you you're literally killing two bears with one stone and you know the fun thing about christmas is that all your family members are coming around everybody is coming around everyone is coming to party everyone is coming to have fun on christmas day so i think it can definitely work out so i really did like the fact that that possibility of having a wedding on christmas day was imbibed into this movie and let's talk about majorly you know i, I did mention that what we're going to be doing on this podcast is we're talking about themes 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 so what is this movie all about i think it it dwells strongly on the owners of friendship and sisterhood and familyhood and you know just that element of family bonding and i think that is one of the things that christmas always draws its strength from family unity um friendship love giving gifting and i i understand in terms of the the main act herself to me i realized that she was this kind of person who is naturally not giving of herself to her friends her family i think she's this kind of person like okay i need to put myself first i don't really care about anyone i don't care about anyone's shit and as much as possible i try to like see things from a from her perspective but but then again i was thinking man this girl you're trash why would you do this to your sister okay so there was a part of the movie where we discovered that beauty um we discovered that beauty is pregnant and it's only her sister that knows about it which is to me to me finds out that her sister beauty is pregnant and in the previous scene the husband or the would-be husband had already discussed with her with his brother that um, I don't think this baby's marrying me because she's pregnant. You know that kind of vibe. And so we are left wondering, like scared, that like, why is why is it that Beauty didn't tell her fiance that man she's pregnant? But then like then again, it got me thinking, man, they, these family people they already consider her a gold digger, right? They already consider her a gold digger just because she's of a lower social strata. And I was just thinking, like, man. These are the things that women do indeed go through just because, you know, they're trying to settle down with somebody. And there was also a part where the mother of the groom accosted her and was like, um, yeah, she's never going to, like, beauty is never going to have to work again just because she's marrying a rich kid. And you know, those kind of, there are all those kind of insecurities that come in especially when you get affiliated with somebody that is of a higher social strata than you financially most uh, a lot of times and i do hear people advise that you should marry somebody that is in the same social capacity as you are and it's not because of you don't want somebody that is higher or somebody that is lower it's just because in society it's the life that we live it's just the way people are people who always tend to want to look down on you or look up to you whichever the case okay look for example copy posted uh, posted something dj copy dj copy on ted dollar right she posts she posted something on twitter where she was like oh he got me a Birkin bag and it's not even a christmas gift and i i went through the 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 comment section and a lot of people were like ah kpmg boys they're in trouble 
<laughs> Get me everybody's are in trouble. Oh. Some people are like, you see, she needs somebody that'll be able to afford that Birkin bag. Do you know how much a Birkin bag is? We're talking of hundreds of thousands of dollars for a bag, which is a major, major investment, right? So you can imagine her having somebody that can afford to buy her a Birkin bag and it's not even her Christmas present. Who knows what her Christmas present will be? But I'm not even talking about the gifts. I'm talking about social strata, right? Financially, like the cap the, the 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 difference between so it's not just any kind of guy that can just walk into her life and a lot of people were talking in the comment section about assets you need to have as how do you get access to those kind of people if you don't have that kind of money so it's going to be difficult for somebody of of a lower financial background or income to be able to penetrate that kind of you know that body and if you do penetrate you 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 have to keep up appearances and you have to seriously like walk to the point where you're thinking in your head that mm, i don't want to feel insecure i don't want it to be like every single thing that i'm doing is so that this rich friend of mine is going to give me money you know that kind of vibe i don't know like i i feel like you need to and like do you get me when you have somebody that has more money than you and this is i'm not i'm not saying this in a bad way i'm just saying just the way it is like okay the person earns more, more than you and you guys go out and you go and eat and you and you go and have fun you just don't want somebody to look down on you there's always this thing at the back of your head or the front of your head as the case may be where you don't want somebody to look down on you just because you do not have the financial wherewithal to probably like finance like pay for the whole lunch or pay for the whole dinner as the case may be so that thing it would always be in your mind and so i could un very well so back to the movie i could very well understand beauty's um beauty's uh reservations regarding letting her man know that she was pregnant because she was just trying to avoid drama you know drama and that i, I think when it comes to weddings there are always palava there's always palava i personally i love weddings weddings are amazing a place of love and it just it just goes to show how much joy you can derive from just that one event and how you know when you're joyful on that event it can literally like spread to every moment of your life and that's why usually i always tell people when whenever i go for a wedding especially when i know the bride i'm always eager like i'm always telling them smile make sure you smile because the photographers are capturing every moment you don't want your pictures to come out looking like trash do you get what i mean you don't want your your pictures to be looking anyhow me i know that of a surety on my wedding day i will be fine yeah my teeth eh, all my teeth will be out like i don't even care if somebody has not eating that one is their headache <laughs> if somebody hasn't eaten that one is their problem <laughs> god please you guys should come for my wedding <laughs> i'm sorry so but you know what i mean like i'm going to be like so so happy and so so excited just because i do not want a situation whereby i'm gonna be sad i need to start my married life with excitement with happiness, with joy. So yeah, um, I was very pissed. Back to how to ruin a Christmas. A one big way to ruin Christmas is sort of like not bring when you bring a shitty attitude to the environment. And I think that was what Tumi did. You know, she just brought her annoying self, her self-righteous self to the wedding, ruined everything, slept with a married man. I mean, 
I don't even want to care. Like, you were drunk. Like, what kind of excuse is that? Like, she drank herself to stupor, drank herself to stupor, slept with a married man, a married man who was even trying to, like, conceive. The man, too, we, uh, it was just a whole mess, you know? Like, I could get, like, she had issues, but it was just a whole mess, a whole mess. I was really, really pissed. And I hated the fact that, you know, at the end of the movie, she sort of had a she she had closure with her her love interest Kaya. She had closure with um Kaya, but Temba's wife did not have closure because now she uh, her husband recovering alcoholic Temba, he 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 had to go back to her and say, okay, he's been a he's been a bad person. He's 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 a loser of a husband and you know kind of like remove this ring which means that they're kind of breaking up the marriage only for her to find out that she's pregnant so the baby that they've been trying to have like for all this time she's pregnant it was just like a whole messy situation so i know that christmas movies movies like i said is oftentimes like a reflection of of real life but then again i didn't like the fact that they had such a sad bad ending you know but i think overall like if the movie was a good movie like i loved it i loved it i loved the movie and i would have wished like to me suffered very well for her actions because i think she does she got off very easily because of the kind of the kind of family that she has around her and usually when you have that kind of family members that are sort of accommodating of your bad behavior and, and when they are too used to it, you get away with a lot of things, you know. And I'm not saying that I don't get away with stuff. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> I mean, when you know the kind of people that you are that you have around you, try as much as possible not to take too much of an advantage over them. You know, try to respect them. And then again, I think this movie also teaches us that nobody, like, is above mistakes. Like, people do make mistakes and you should always have that open and warm, um, receptive impression. Like, you know, always be receptive to receiving forgiveness. Always want to receive forgiveness. When, when someone tells you, I'm sorry, you know, always accept their apology. Because the truth is... You could do do one stupid thing that you were not even sure that you, it's supposed to be a mistake. Now, I'm talking of silly little things. I'm not talking of like sleeping with somebody's husband. That, 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 that is not a mistake. That is just foolishness. <laughs> Personally, for me, I think that is just foolishness. You know that the person is married. You can sleep with the person. I, I'm not judging you, but I'm judging you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so I think that's for um, how to ruin a Chris, um, how to ruin Christmas, the wedding. If you haven't watched that yet, then you can visit Netflix and watch it. So for that, I'll, for that one, I'm gonna give it 3.5 over five, just because it's three episodes, and I wanted to see more from Kaya and Tumi. I, I just wanted Tumi to sort of like pay. It was that cheesy speech that she was reading at the end to me. It did not get me. I was just, I was just, honestly, I was just pissed. Like, madam, shut up. Get out. I don't even know what Kaya sees in you. <laughs> but then again, you know, we love who we love, I guess. So, moving on. So, guys, hmm, next, the next Christmas movie that I watched is Jingle Jangle. And I literally watched this one, like, tonight. I actually watched it this night. Uh, like christmas eve and 
I loved every moment of Jingle Jangle. I don't even know why I've, I've been pushing, pushing, pushing back when I was supposed to watch Jingle Jangle. Okay, so Jingle Jangle was acted by Forrest Whitaker. Um, we also have uh, Anika Noni Rose and Felicia Rashad in the movie. And it's a beautiful, beautiful Christmas movie. Family friendly. I laughed. I think my favorite character in Jingle Jangle was Mrs. Johnston and Edison. They were literally so funny. I love the vibe that it gave me. And I think one of the overarching themes of Jingle Jangle is basically the power of believing and dreams, chasing your dreams it's an all-rounder kind of movie and i really really loved it and i think one of the most important lessons that i picked from the movie is patience you know patience deriving that attitude of patience and that that is something that i really really want to imbibe in myself you know being patient for those things that i do want out of life because to be honest it's not easy to be patient so when the bible says that patience is a virtue it's not beans it's not by saying patience is a virtue like you really really need to have patience for some of the things that you have you want out of life because sometimes you 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 want to achieve something right and you're looking damn this thing is so so far away from me how on earth am i going to accomplish this goal you do need you need and you need a lot of patience and i think that was what happened to gustafon so gustafon was the apprentice to um jeronica's jungle the main character and if you haven't watched it spoilers ahead so but for us that are watching let's talk about it so Jeronica's jungle right is this amazing intelligent brilliant professor and inventor and he has this apprentice right Gustafson and you know from the opening scenes we could tell that Gustafson was literally like trying to put forth his you know put a, put forth his ideas to his ogre and I know that's how some of us are when we just get into a company and we're trying to like prove to our boss that we know what it is that we are doing now we want to be recognized for our efforts and then all of a sudden things suddenly change we are stealing just the way you know don don wants is he says he wants to borrow the, he should borrow his orgas ideas don't go and borrow your orgas ideas so they will sue you they will drag you to court and when they drag you to court rachel will not be there so just be wary and so this apprentice guy steals his orgas ideas he builds up a big toy factory but you know when he's done stealing and i think the thing about stealing is that you steal to the point of you steal so much that you lack your own personal personal ideas like you 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 lack your own person you cannot think you cannot grow and you are stuck and that was exactly what happened to gustafin like he was just stuck he couldn't grow and if you want to relate it back to the life that we are living right now I think people should just focus on building their own. Focus on your own work. Don't don't try don't try to like don't try to steal from other people because when you steal from other people you will get stuck. You will get stuck. At one point, at one point you won't be able to develop that idea that you have stolen because the truth of the matter it is not yours. A lot of people always tell me why is it that i share like my story ideas with other people? Sometimes I'm trying to pick their brain, right? I'm trying to see like if it was them reading it right how would they want it to end right but then again i've heard some people say that oh my they're gonna steal your ideas so when they steal it they're gonna write something better i said like lie i said if they write something it will never ever be like like what me i was gonna write like it wouldn't be what 
I wanted to write. It would be different because they are not the idea. I am, I am, I conceived the idea, you know, I carried the idea for nine months and gave birth to it. So if you want to steal ideas from me, that's your loss because you're just going, you're, you're just going to fail. You're going to fail and you'll fail woefully and you'll fail like no tomorrow. You get what I'm saying? And that's exactly what happened to Gustafon because towards the end of the movie, we noticed that Mr. Django then handed him that one thing that he was looking for just to make his own invention work. But if it was only patience, the power of patience, waiting for your time, waiting for your time. It's such an important virtue you know so the bible wasn't lying and i think for this christmas season like just be patient right i know all of us we have lots of wish lists everything a lot of things that we want for ourselves i have like wish these things that i want for myself but i can't buy them now and it's not because of anything other than i'm just waiting for the right time and so i just want to encourage you don't worry. Just be patient. Don't go and, you know, borrow somebody else's idea, ideas like Gustafin, <laughs> who, who actually stole from his boss, you know? An amazing thing, an amazing thing towards the end was when Felicia Rashad, when she was reading to her, her grandchildren, and she says, everything that was stolen was returned. And it reminded me so much about the book of Job, you know, if you're a Christian, you you know how Job Job had everything taken away from him, his wife, his kids, his crops, every single thing was taken from him. And it, and at some point, you know, I think one of his wives was telling him, you need to curse God and die <laughs> because this suffering is too much for you. And then he was reimbursed like a thousandfold, like everything that he lost he got back he got back and it just reminds me so much and this is not me preaching or anything but it just it just shows me parallels to things that i've actually read and studied before in my own personal life and how that the things that the years that the canker worm has eaten will be restored unto you you know that kind of vibe and amazingly there was one part of the movie where um mrs johnston one of the characters and she tells mr Janku that the magic is not in what you've lost the magic is in what you still have i remember at the beginning of this podcast i was telling that christmas is all about that time of giving giving gifting family you know and especially with covid19 when you look at covid you're thinking about all the months that we've lost, the things that we're not able to do, the places we're not able to travel to. I had travel plans. I would not even lie. I, wa I wanted to travel the world, but I couldn't. And there were a lot, lot of things that we wanted to do, but we couldn't because of COVID. And I was just liking it, liking that statement to COVID-19 and the things that happened to us this year, the people that we lost, Chadwick, Kobe, Entas, protests, loads of things that happened this year and i like it like it's not in what you've lost the magic is in what you still have so what do you have right now my brother my sister my friends what do you guys have right now because that is where the magic is that is where the joy is so you have your family you have your job you have your money you have food to eat you have christmas you know you have celebrations like this you have people that trust in you you have people that believe in you you have friends that love you you know so 
think about the things that you have and the things that you're joyful and you're most grateful for. And I think that 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 just makes it also beautiful and also amazing, you know. So I just wanted to share share this. And I think lastly, lastly, one of the most striking things I also saw was that power of turning impossibilities to possibility. Now in Jungle Jungle, there was a part where, you know, Mr. Jungle was telling his um, granddaughter journey and he says to her that, oh, this is just, it's impossible. It's all theory. You know, it has never been done. Like it's, it, there is no practical. And she tells him that it has to be pr- made practical. And I just likened it to all the ideas that we've had in our, in our heads and how that everything is just theory, you know, theory is just talk, 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 talk. And do you know that it's the same way we deal with people where you're telling them talk is cheap. We want to see action. It's, is basically the same thing. You can talk all day, but if you don't see any action, it's just, at the end of the day, it is just talk, 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 you know? So we, we, I think for 2021, we should be all about like taking action about the things that we want to do. Those plans that we have postponed, we need to start taking action. Let's start taking action. Let's start doing what we need to do, like trying our best, like, you know, taking that extra step because that is like all we have, you know, this, that was, that is what we have. We have it. We have the ability, you know, to take that extra step and we have to, we have to take that extra step. We have to move from theory to practical. And I think, uh, one last thing that I did discover in the movie, because that was one of the characters that was also my favorite character, um, Edison, the little boy who is, um, Johnny's friend. Edison, oh my god, such a funny guy. And there was a scene where he was like, Oh, there is no logical reason to believe, but I will I will believe, you know? And I was thinking about all the things that happen right now in in our world today. And sometimes when somebody tells you something like, I rather not believe this, I don't believe this, I rather not believe this, I don't believe this, and everybody is just trying to act to adamant, like, I don't believe I believe what I wanna believe. I rather don't believe this. I have got thoughts, you know, I've got things to do. I don't, I don't, you know, people, people are very, I don't know, people are very angry. People don't want to believe in things anymore. And I'm just thinking, if that little boy could say, he said there was no logical reason. So sometimes in order for you to believe in something, I guess, there has, there doesn't have to be like a logical reason. And And I think it works in a lot of ways for the things that we're involved in. Sometimes you do not need a logical reason to believe in something before you believe in it. Because I think that sometimes a lot of people want to, a lot of people are calculative. And I'm not, I'm not saying that calculative people are bad because I could, I, I could be calculative. Like I can be calculative sometimes and it's not a bad thing at all. But sometimes there are, there are situations whereby you just want to let go and you just want to, let go of all logical reason and try to like, okay, I think I'm going to believe right now. I think I want to walk in belief. I just want to believe, believe the power of believing and how that believing can sort of like move, move theory into like, into practical, like, like move theory into practice. It's so, it's such 
an amazing thing like it's such an amazing thing for us to consider and honestly i was literally blown away i laughed so hard when i watched jingle jango like even though I, I did have, I had some plans. I wanted to, I was supposed to go for like a pajama party, but I think I enjoyed myself so much better just lounging and sitting and watching that movie because it really taught me a lot of lessons. And I do hope that if you watch the movie too, you learned, you know, some lessons from it as well. And so, yeah, so today's podcast, what, what have we learned today? I think we've talked about weddings and how that is important for us to, weddings on christmas day can in actual fact like cut costs so it's not necessarily like a bad thing and you know christmas is all about giving gifting sharing that moment with loved ones you know it's 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 such an amazing thing to have and it's such an amazing experience especially in light of all the things that have happened this year and i want us to just enjoy the moment enjoy the season move from your theoretical thinking and step into practice um, into practice you know step into the practical be more practical about the things that you want to do be more decisive be more open be more open to taking you know daring steps and i think that the sky would is not i feel like the sky is not the limit anymore or like we've gone beyond the skies now the sky is now the starting point for us and, and i'm so excited for this new chapter in our lives so i want to say thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast um don't hesitate to drop me a review if you do enjoy it and share it to your friends i'm looking forward to having such an exciting time with you guys and i will see you in the next episode. Bye!